0: afternoon xbox nation welcome to this week's new episode of x vlog live i'm your host mr boomstick xl folks for the next 70 or so minutes you're going to be entertained like you have never been entertained before because i'm sitting down with the very talented jesse norris of xbox era and if you don't know Jesse Norris is well, I'm going to tell you folks, he is the reviews editor. He is the podcast producer. He is the staff writer. And guess what? There's more. He's been doing reviews for quite a while. He just dropped his wild hearts review. Mm-hmm. Jesse, thank you so much for being here, brother. We have some pretty interesting topics and one of which that we were just talking about in the green room. I can't wait to talk about with you because of your your rich history in being a member of the gaming community, not just as a gamer, but as a writer, as a producer of Xbox era from, you know, someone would consider you to be a part of the gaming media. I have some questions regarding the, uh, well, I mean, listen, you can say kind of, but you do reviews and you do them well. Um, I'm very interested to get your opinion on, the hit pieces that have been nonstop for Xbox Game Pass being basically a flop in, in many of the articles, you know, that it's not that Phil Spencer lied, that there are no that they're, they're not making profits and, and it's cannibalizing its own games. And uh, many of the opinions, many of the articles that I have read, and I've read about a dozen of them are all going on what uh, was misquoted they did not go and do the actual research they did not Mm -hmm. read the actual document that was that's an absolute fact because the document last night on primetime gaming was read aloud by everborn saga and it sounded very different jesse than what the gaming media was putting out there specifically gi.biz more importantly even IGN, but first of all, how the heck are you? Welcome.
1: I am I was doing real good, and then I looked to my right and the code for Atomic Heart just showed up. I was expecting it tomorrow.
0: Woo! Well, I'm doing yeah. great now. <laughs> An extra I day. Love it. That <sighs> is a let me tell you something, brother. Good on you that you got it. Um, I didn't ask for it because, like we were talking about, I don't do reviews anymore because mm. it's too much pressure. Not to mention when and the nice produce- thing is
1: so many of these are coming to that terrible dying service game pass that you can just play it when it hits anyways
0: dying, right like it doesn't have a chance uh, you know i we we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into it first of all let's welcome in the already 125 people Ooh. i remember back in the days where i was excited that 18 people were in the <laughs> mm-hmm. chat and i am mrs boomstick and i obviously have uh i've Built had a lot of wonderful yes yeah it absolutely is jesse it, it is it is uh we are thrilled to have uh as much success in a short amount of time as well as xbox era for that matter i mean you guys are are kicking ass and taking names
1: we've been very it's- lucky it's been very consistent growth which isn't always the norm i, like, I, we I used know. to do a lot of giveaways and then kind of realize if you do too many giveaways sometimes it, those people just join for the giveaway and your views don't go up so we've been trying to focus more on like just fostering a good community with especially working with people like you and having Thank you on the you, show son. and being on other shows and just not trying to be hot take machines just trying to be actual and, and it's hard with Nick because Nick has the worst opinions of all time but you know <laughs> trying to be press unless um you know the, the people that will go for the hit pieces on game pass to get cheap clicks like the
0: yes yeah. of the world yeah we're, we're we're actually gonna get we're gonna get into that folks and again I know that uh, if you tuned into primetime gaming last night uh, we had an outstanding uh near 600 people uh in the chat um, and we had an amazing Oof. solid solid two topic two hour show with big opinions uh this is a, this is x vlog live is meant to be a one on one which is what I'm sitting here uh, fun. with Jesse. Uh, it's it's more of a chill 70 maybe at maximum 80 minute show mm. You know, we have some good topics we're going to get into. Specifically, we're going to talk about what was said uh, by the uh, uh, one of the community managers for Bethesda in the UK regarding the Starfield event that we're all holding mm-hmm. our breath for. We got some new information on Stalker 2, but I, I do want to open up uh, with the uh, Game Pass um, conversation. And mm-hmm. again, folks, I, I don't mean to bore you, but it bothers me. It bothers me when... You have places like Kotaku, places like IGN, places like GameSpot, and even GI.biz. Like, I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised. I'm not. Uh, Well, I mean, (laughs) I I, maybe I hold them at a higher candlelight than you do, and that's fine. But also, it's even
1: just I just know so many of these places that are businesses looking and and they need ad money and they need clicks, they are just going to go for headlines and stuff that they know works. Like you can watch like something like Linus Tech Tips. They're really good content that I think actually they try super hard to make things look and work and run great, but they have to give in to the YouTube um, ideology of nonstop focusing on farming clicks. And that just ends up being almost every media outlet. So their headlines, their thumbnails, they're always going to end up looking bad to us. Because we try and avoid that, and we don't like that type of stuff. But the regular mm-hmm. person, it pulls them in. You know, they yeah. know they're going to get us. They know they're going to get the core gamer. But to get the other people, unless you're Hogwarts Legacy, you've got to really push. Uh, you got to push An for agenda. the uh, clickbait.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Look, here's the thing. Um, the way that uh, Xbox Era runs their content, the way that we do, we run content here on Double Barrel Gaming would be considered grassroots, right? Like, we, mm-hmm. we we do our due diligence to give you the fair, to give everyone a fair shake. Uh, when Sony does something egregious, we talk about it. When Microsoft does something that we don't like, uh, we will discuss it and put them on blast. Well, when Nintendo, when Nintendo does a lot of things that we don't like, especially when it comes to asking full price money for old games, we mm-hmm. just buy it because we're, like, I'm a Nintendo nerd, sorry. It's just, I, I'm a part of the problem. Um, but you know, we 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 do celebrate gaming we do celebrate uh these uh platforms um but i I specifically want to grab uh your eye, if you will uh from a producer writer perspective um now, like I said in the opening, the game pass uh the sky is falling articles have been going on for about four or five days. Mm -hmm. It all started with GI.biz, and of course, they immediately equated their article as Phil Spencer lying uh, because of what he Mm -hmm. said in 2018, which I'm no mathematician, folks. That's (laughs) five years ago. Now, I read verbatim last night what Microsoft and how Microsoft responded. And one of the things that I think I find, and I'm not going to read it again, folks, Uh, go check out primetime gaming. You'll hear me read it verbatim. And it's like, it's what was said in that press release, Jesse, is a story in itself, because as we know, you can say what you want about uh, Microsoft and, and specifically Xbox about them missing the mark when it comes to release dates and you know, sometimes getting themselves in trouble by offering up too much too much transparency about what they're doing. You can have that opinion, but what you can say about them is that they don't they don't take their fan base and the uh, the development and uh, and, and production uh, community lightly. Meaning, and what do I mean by that? Well, very simply, when they. Came up with Game Pass. Listen, I understand, folks. I'm not a biz- I'm not a boob. It's it's a business. They want to make money. They want to be the Netflix of gaming. That 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 that's quote's been out there for for half a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't argue the value that we currently get in Game Pass right now. I, yeah. I I I I specifically pulled three games that, without a doubt, Jesse are going to hit high on meta. They're going to hit high on interest from gamers and more than likely they're going to sell pretty well even on game pass and the four games that even though a couple of them are multi-plat the exclusivity aspect of it is that they're in game pass day and day you all have to do is press download and some of them you can even pre-download so when the game launches it's ready for you and i'm talking about atomic heart stalker 2 lies of p and Wu Long, all certified quote-unquote bangers as the kids like to say right Every one of those games we have been seeing consistently before their release, and none of them are out yet. Uh, obviously, the closest one to release is Atomic Heart, and we just saw an eight-minute and five-second uh, gameplay footage uh, released last week, and it's just mouth-wateringly good, right? Every one of those games are going to be 70 bucks for anyone outside of Xbox, but if you are an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriber well you download those for the price of your subscription which is currently $15 a month now it could go up folks sure everything's going up so if it did go up i would i would have a problem with it because i think $15 is is, is a is a nice perfect amount of money but I'm not a businessman. I don't have a business degree. Jesse, supposedly,
1: I, I, we we know the family plan is coming too. Yes. Yes. So yes, which is, that which is, is going to equate 20, to $5 a
0: month. Yeah, for Five people. That's, yes.
1: So even if, if the base goes up to 20, if you can get one person to split it with you, it ends up being the old cost. And if you can get five people splitting it, because it's up to five full accounts, all getting ultimate. Um, yeah. It'll be really darn cheap. And you get, two games a year, you get one game a year out of it if you're splitting it for five bucks, it's paid for itself. But, you know, there's, I put an article together and I linked it um, for you in the private chat. I I went through and I got everything I could find that is confirmed for 2023 in Game Pass and it's already over 60 things as like day one or new ports or stuff. It's, um, the only real issue with the Game Pass is that there is simply too much for the average person to ever be able to play. There you go. And as a, um, as a reviews editor and someone covering games now, I have no idea how we're going to, even just, if we just covered game pass games, it would be really hard to keep up. So the, the articles are always, they're selective in how they look at things. They're just, you know, who is going to say what, which angle they're going to take on something, how they're going to look at a situation. Um, Phil talking about how it brings people into the ecosystem. They end up spending more. Not That's a a fact,
0: Jesse. That's a fact.
1: Yeah. And for Microsoft's point of view, cannibalizing sales isn't the same as having that happen on. It's not like that's in a vacuum. Like, okay, the the sales are cannibalized. They don't make enough money now. That's well, no, they've pulled people into their ecosystem. It's a long-term play of, I now have a new customer that might not have been here before. Yep. They're playing all these games on Game Pass. They're maybe they play some free-to-play. They buy microtransactions. They buy other games. If a game's leaving Game Pass that they like, it, they get 10% off. Maybe it's on sale, they grab it. Like it's all it's it's another entry system into or another entry port into the ecosystem. And it's very different from um Netflix in that it's not the main way people consume stuff. Netflix needs you to say stubbed. Microsoft yeah. can be like, okay, you sub a couple times a year. You sub for three or four months out of it, but you're also buying games. You've got the system now, yep. or you're using us on PC, and you didn't use this us before. Like all of this adds up in different ways, where so many of the articles just look at that. Well, after a year, it cannibalizes sales on stuff. They leave out the after the year part. Yeah, which is, they, I, I'd just, like
0: you to elaborate on that for a second. Because first of all, you're going down a very, very uh, lighted path, and I love it because. Folks, everyone that's here, we got over three, almost three hundred people here, which is bonkers. Like yeah. I am incredibly humble that we, at, at thirteen minute mark, we got almost three hundred people here. That means that you're enjoying the content, and my are putting in I, the work. Boom, people yeah, like it. No, thank you, I appreciate it, Jesse. I, I do want you and I to continue th- this conversation, but I, I just want to say this for context, folks. Game Pass currently, if you're a, a fifteen dollar a month subscriber. Equates to about one hundred eighty dollars a year, right? That's fine. Um, most gamers, the average gamer, the normie, if you will—no offense—if anyone's a you know an, a, just an average gamer, they buy two to three games a year. Now, granted, the price has gone up. Seven games are seventy dollars, right? So, three games—if you bought three games—cost you two hundred and ten dollars, right? Uh, a little bit more after tax. But for 180 bucks, not only could you potentially get some of those games in Xbox Game Pass, you would probably get about maybe 300 others that are in there currently. Uh, like I think a, between
1: S- console and PC, it's over 500 right now, but they only ever advertise 100. 100 they, yeah. found, they found the average non-hardcore gamer got really intimidated if the number was too
0: big. Yes. Yeah, if it's too much to it's too much to look through. 100%. 100 percent So think about that for a second folks. We're hearing for the last week about how Microsoft. See, this is and this is what kind of gets me a little frustrated folks. When did these websites start pocket watching for for Microsoft? Like this is a 3 trillion dollar company. Do you honestly care whether they're making a profit? Does it really matter to that said editor that's writing this hit piece like it's the best thing that they've ever written? It's, it's ridiculous. See, what, what I find frustrating as a content creator is I'm always a celebration guy first. I will always raise people up as much and as high as I can, even if I'm the one on the bottom. It's fine. As long as you're raised up. That's how I was raised to be. And I, I'm okay. I don't have to come in first place, folks. Someone else does. I'm, I'm a congratulator. I'm not a hater. And the problem with these hit pieces or these stories, Jesse, is the fact that in that press release, they specifically said that their, their goal, yes, of course, they want to make money. Of course, they want to say they have 50 million subscribers. But their main goal is to offer another way for developer de- developers of every size, publishers of every size, to find another way to sell their game and bring it to more people. That is not discussed in these articles. It is unbelievable how the value proposition in 2023 where, and again, folks, make fun of me all you want, okay? I'm a... I'm a realist, okay? I'm a, I'm a guy that worked real hard. I'm retired. I retired at 44. Not many people can say that. And I'm proud that I put in the work to get that done. And my pension is great, but it does have a ceiling. In 2023, Jesse, we're paying $12 for eggs. Okay, which is mm-hmm. the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard, right? And again, for no reason too, just yeah, they for,
1: they can do it, so they do they it. They
0: just can, and, and and they they do it. And we we have no choice because I like eggs, right? So the whole point of that is that in none none of these articles ever say, well, Microsoft is looking out for the best interest of their consumer, offering a deal unlike anything that has been done before. It that is my problem, Jesse.
1: It's when you go this angle on a story, it then makes it tough to take you seriously if you change your tune later on, because it just becomes clear that you know that you were taking a very specific um, tact to try and maximize your clicks, and it ends up really hurting your credibility in the long run. And I do think that is a part of why so many gaming media sites have struggled to to build and maintain an audience compared to content creators and streamers who play and talk about games from a place generally of enjoyment instead of uh, constant criticism and not criticism in a way where they're just trying to explain something or or break it down, just more in a, a way where they're just trying to get hate clicks because hate clicks are a lot easier. Um and that's one thing we try to avoid. Like, if we're going to be negative or something about a situation, we try and make it very clear why we feel like that. Like, we gave a 3.0 to Wanted Dead because myself and John playing it, we were both like, we just don't think this is an enjoyable thing. Not that other people can't enjoy it. It could very well become a cult classic and all that type of stuff, but it's, you know, my scorn review was probably too negative. I was very mad at that game. But other than that, I think the best way to go about it is if you are going to get into a story that can be seen as a negative take on something is you need to fully dive into it and explain it. And so many of these articles just took what, um, GI biz said at face value, didn't read the quotes, didn't get into it. And they just rolled with it knowing, Oh, game pass news. It's hard. Spicy game pass news is going to hit even harder. Probably they got their hate clicks, but then in the future, People can call them out if it turns out, like Phil has said, and obviously don't believe, business executives' speech is generally, how can I say the least amount of truth possible while sounding like I'm being open? Because that's just the way business works. You can't be honest, especially if you're in a publicly traded company. Um, But Phil has said it's profitable. I don't think he'd say that if it wasn't. Well, he'd be
0: lying to his investors, and that would cause problems. Yes,
1: you can't do that. And companies... and and their response was hey we more and more people want to work with us because this works like you could tell if we couldn't get any companies into game pass it then yes it's not working but obviously we're getting more and more there's over 60 things already announced with only a handful of them being first party like game pass deals especially for smaller indie devs or um people self publishing an id at xbox are enormous it can immediately cover all of the costs of their development and make it so that their game is a success by default and their company can keep existing. And then from there, like they've talked about for big companies who don't need that, then it becomes uh, how many people play it, how many people download it, how long do they play it, we'll pay you based on that. But for the smaller places, like it's not just one monolithic setup. It is this deep, very obfuscated because obviously you can't break down the financials of every deal. Some companies have, um, they, they can come out and say it, I think, but they've got a ton of different setups depending on the size of the dev and the pub and all these different things, the size of the game. Like you can imagine with Koei Tecmo, they probably paid them a bunch of money upfront and they're going to pay them a bunch of money for everyone that plays that game, depending on how long they play it. Like th- it works because they make money as a platform, getting more people in. The companies that they um, work with get a bunch of money, either right at the start or over time. Like, it just—it's—it's. It's, you can feel that nobody actually is looking into it too hard. They just have their article. They see an easy headline and they just run with it, and it just gets really—it's messy. It's messy, it's, and it's annoying how typical it is where. You never see the corrections, you never see the deep dive things, you just see people going with the cheap pop essentially. Like, what can I do to get that immediate hit? I got it. Okay, I'm not even gonna ever ever bother correcting it if it's proven wrong.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's disappointing. You know, I want to bring into the conversation, Jesse. I think you know, I know, I think you know this dude. Uh, his name is Mike Rose. Uh, Mm -hmm. he's at Rave of Rivendale or Ravendale. Uh, he obviously uh, is one of the uh, – he works with the publishing house that brought us Descenders, uh, one of the most successful um, Xbox Game Pass releases. It is my my nephew Tyler's number one game. He comes and mm. he records himself crashing, and he uses up all my space. So when I go to record a clip, it tells me I have no more space. Uh, and thank you, Tyler. I love you. Um, but this is – he put out a tweet yesterday uh no i'm yeah no the 15th yeah yeah, yesterday um i want to read it folks because this this is a man that understands the business of gaming he understands the business and the advantage of xbox game pass and speak and I again i've, I've spoken to several de- uh, de- uh developers of smaller games that basically i i i my first question is hey is, is your said new game coming into xbox game pass and some are an immediate yes yes it is because it's it's good for our business and others have told me boom i'd love it to be in game pass but there's a waiting list so i'm waiting yeah that's a fact folks that is Mm -hmm. a fact but let me let me read you the two tweets from mike rose says every time game Pass is in the news my descenders search fills with mentions as people on both sides try to explain why descenders is proof uh, of their own claim about Game Pass. Every single time, oh boy, do I learn that gamers do not understand how video games work at all. And this is what he said as a follow-up when he was being asked what he meant by the community. And it's and it's and it's and it's jarring. All I can say is this. We are aiming to get every single title we publish from now on onto Game Pass. In doing so, we Will secure success for each title and uh, and, uh, and and and, the, and relieve the immense pressure for the devs. But please, gamers, continue to explain why this is bad for us. I mean, now listen. I don't know how Jesse. I don't know how clear anyone could potentially be, but I think that is in itself coming from someone who understands the business who's in the business of selling video games. Um, what, what, what are your responses to Mike's uh, opinion on this?
1: I think it's not just gamers. I think it is quite often people in the industry too. Like, um, it's an unfortunate thing, but a lot of people, the gaming coverage industry has mostly been based out of San Francisco. It ends up being really small for how big gaming is. It's actually tiny, um, which, and it ends up being, and you can see with certain things when they pop up, it ends up being a little hive-mindy at times and also full of people that grew up on PlayStation and Nintendo and they know those platforms better. They don't know or follow, especially after Xbox One. They didn't really follow Xbox much anymore. Even some of the bigger podcasts out there barely feel like they're Xbox platform focused they're more entire gaming platform focused and you just see it so much fans end up following talking points from their preferred creators and there's so many of us on youtube who don't know the gaming industry and get getting to see something like the double fine documentary for if you've watched all 22 hours of it is really enlightening because of just how hard It is to make anything how hard it is to make any money how hard it is to have the money to originally make something um knowing the fight trying to even understand the financials of how all of this stuff can work like we we don't know i doubt most media people know but so many end up treating it like well i know better that's one of the things i yell at nick about a lot Is like you don't you just don't know you if you had the right training, maybe you could get good at it and you'd know, but there's so many layers here and we don't get to see almost any of them. But then you will get constant articles that are coming from a place like they know better. Even the the analysts and stuff who have NPD numbers feel like they know better. But then the CMAs thing or the EUs, one of them comes out and it's okay. Well, actually the ship through number on series consoles versus PlayStation consoles is really close. That's because we know that Xbox is also putting series consoles into their um, data centers and doing all that with. um, So they've got all these Series X chips. People are like, well, how come I can't always get a Series X? Well, it's because they're also loading them into their data centers as well. And the Series S is the main thing you end up getting at your um, retail how many x's are going out versus S's? is like we never end up knowing but people will say oh well it's obviously a two to one difference and it's like well you don't you just you don't know you're not getting those numbers but people will always act like they're coming from a place where they do know and it's like well no the reality is you don't that's it yes. but people can't just say well i don't know for sure they have to have an opinion so they can write an article and they can keep doing these things and then they think okay I'm and people will take them as an expert and go on Twitter and go on Reddit and yell at each other over it nonstop because everything becomes a list war and I am unbelievably sick of all the list warring like that's like 99% of discussion around games now it's rarely about games yeah. rarely about even things coming and and just talking about them and trying to or even the industry itself it just ends up being well my preferred platform has a your preferred platform has b let's fight over it in 9000 different ways forever and it's tiring
0: and that it's tiring that it's starts frustrating it's boring at times for sure yeah well listen uh i mean again folks we're not going to spend the entire eight, uh, you know 70 minutes talking about this we got a couple of other topics hot topics to get into mm. i just wanted to open up with this one and i specifically wanted to uh, to grab Jesse's ear from not a gamer's perspective, but from someone that produces content for for a very popular site in Xbox Era, especially if Xbox Era dot com and their and their and does the production stuff uh, behind the scenes for their show, which is Weekly with John and Nick, uh, and sometimes OBM when he's allowed on the show. Uh, okay, OBM, I know you listening?
1: <laughs> we finally well, he was real busy working on that 20th anniversary book, which we finally finished. It's finally done. Um, and that'll go into that's going into production soon, and we'll yes. start going out to all the Kickstarter I, I, backers. I think so. I did one
0: of the high, one of the not, not the highest mm-hmm. tier. Right? I think mm-hmm. I did the third highest tier for that. Uh, I'm very yeah, excited that book
1: that. was, holy crap, that was a lot of work. Thankfully, I I didn't do almost anything. Um, it was all pre-drag our art guy who is unbelievable and super passionate. OBM of Mechanico, like they were the superstars on that one. So if you back that, apologies it took so long. It yeah. was really really big and. Oh, my God. Does it look good? It's going to be know, worth it in the end. If you go on the, the Kickstarter page, beast. boom, um, as a backer, you can get a PDF. Like, it's the whole thing.
0: Oh, But it's a PDF, really? and you
1: can go through and look at it and yeah, and have oh, it ready man. for, uh, yeah. So any Kickstarter backers, that PDF's available No, oh, I,
0: I back day one. Day one. Mm-hmm. The minute you guys announced it. I, I when I, I was watching your show when they announced it. I was like, where, where can I back? I'm backing this. This is good stuff. Uh, it's going to be my prize jewel in the collection of Xbox stuff. But it listen, let me catch nice, up with some man. of the Super Chats. Um, yeah Jesse, we have three of them. Uh, The Black Harry Potter, my brother. He drops a very generous $10 super chat. And uh, listen, just FYI, uh, uh, I was up to 2.33 in the morning playing Hogwarts. So, yes, the Black Harry Potter was correct in saying it. He says it again. Good morning, Mr. Boom. I heard you say it last night, and I'm glad we finally agree that Hogwarts Legacy is our game of the year. Indeed, it is. It is my game of the year. Uh, The experience that I'm currently having with Hogwarts brings a giant, childlike, giddy-like smile to my face. Uh, I'm staying up way too late for a 52-year-old each and every day because I can't stop playing it. And what I equate this to, folks, is how I felt about Elden Ring last year. Like last year when I played Elden Ring, and I'm not a Souls guy, so that's why it's even more interesting to discuss is that i should have hated elden ring Mm. i should have hated vampire survivor because i don't like rogue but those two games were number one and number two respectively for my game of the year uh for 2022 and at this the same excitement and joy and um the, the the thought of finding something new around every corner is what is happening and what has happened with Hogwarts and it was the same exact thing with Elden Ring. I just, I just, Mm. it's just the
1: love and attention given to, and especially like all the one-off assets and everything you find around the castle and around Hogsmeade and all these things. It's, it's one of the, it's, it's a paint by numbers Ubisoft open world setup, but the open world is so well made and the combat's really fun that it's just, yeah, it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's just, if you have, again, if you get in FOMO folks, this is the game to get FOMO for. It's it'll it's certainly so take good. up your
1: time and be worth its uh, price.
0: It is a, it is a life stealer, folks. Uh, the problem the, there is one major, major complaint with Hogwarts. It's too good because there's so many games. I'm not going to have time to play because I can't get enough. Of I, the I, I World. put a post
1: on our forums earlier or la- late last night, and it was pretty much the fact that there so many people are list warring over first party stuff. And it's like, the only truth is that there is way too much for anyone to easily afford or ever play coming out this year. This year might end up being one of the best years ever because so many things were delayed or pushed back during COVID and they're all hitting this year. Like that's why last year was kind of barren for some things because it was the hardest hit year and now everything's hitting in 2023 and it's like, how do we keep up? We don't have a huge crew. We've got a couple of guys that do video. It's like I'm really having to pick and choose over time because it's crazy. Yeah,
0: I, I was I literally was literally going to say that at some point it's just going to have to be like, well, we're going to have to get to the hot topic, and then if a, a game that isn't as you know popular in the zeitgeist with uh, with gaming is going to have to, you know, t- there's there's only enough t- someone there's only 24 hours of the day, folks, uh, and there's only so much time. Uh, real quick, Spider-Man drops, wow, a very generous $20 super chat. And he says this: when Microsoft said their games were coming to PC and an outlet and an outlet claimed, this meant Microsoft was leaving console <laughs> behind. But when Sony announced PlayStation was coming to PC, that same outlet said it was great that more players can play their games. Yes, d- dude, pull those receipts. I, I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about without throwing them under the bus publicly because, well, that's just who they are. Um, yes. Well, it's
1: like the um, the Luke Plunkett stuff on Kotaku when Xbox got MKV support on the Xbox One, and he's yes. like, this opens it up for Pirates, and then PlayStation got it, and he's like, this is great, more people can watch stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's... it's
1: And speaking of um Sony on PC, I was actually streaming Returnal before this, and that game's pretty darn fun. It's 60 bucks, though, for being two years old, which does feel like a... A bit much of an ask. It, yeah, it, it should have been 40 maxed, bucks. It yeah. maxed out at 5700 on Steam as well. They have not had their pricing, I think. The amount of time versus the price, I think, has definitely hurt their their PC stuff. And you don't have the alternative that Xbox has, where everything's on the Windows Store and part of Game Pass if it's first party. Yep. So, yeah. But that game's, that game's very fun. I don't know about $60 two years later fun. Maybe wait on a, a sale, but... I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I mean listen, uh, it, again, it, it, I I my my concern with the game was that it, uh, and, and again, I'm, I haven't played it. It that it doesn't respect your time in regards to the saving situation.
1: It's not a good l- roguelike. I'm enjoying the gameplay and but the actual like the setup of the roguelike part of it so far, it's not a treadmill like one of my favorite games last year Rogue Legacy 2, which was Xbox exclusive at launch funnily enough, but never got talked about until it had Switch um i gave it a 9.6 it's it was one of wow. my favorite games of last year It was damn near perfect roguelike and it's this constant treadmill of numbers going up and it's very dopamine inducing and mm. there's not really much of that at all early on in returnal so
0: no nah, i don't mean, listen un- unfortunately they'll probably get a sequel hopefully they'll learn from their mistakes especially mm. With what you just talked about, and more importantly, the saving uh, is a is a real issue. Uh, yeah, but, uh, they
1: they let you pause mid run. Now you can like suspend and rejoin mid run, but that's about yeah. It. yeah
0: that, that they threw that in after everyone complained. Yeah, that, yeah. that was their way of, of fixing the issue. I don't think that's a fix. I think yeah, that it is was supposed
1: just... to be like oh, just use suspend mode on the PlayStation Five, but then that breaks all the time, or if the game has to update. It's, it's kind of like quick resume, like if you're if you quick resume something and you're focused on only using quick resume, well, if a game has an update, it has to close the game to update. Yes. So.
0: Yeah, and then if you're in the middle of a big run, you're screwed, uh, which is dumb. Uh, no, I mean, I, I I thank you for the clarification, but Dreadful Sean, that's a very generous five dollar super chat. Sean, thanks so much for popping in, brother. He says popping in. Uh, to like the stream and say that uh, uh, your your new intro is fire. Yeah, that that new intro comes the way of Sean Labrie, who is a genius. Uh, he did one for me that I wanted for. Uh, I was actually gonna do it for shorts, and then when he did it, I was so infatuated with it. I put it on social media. To, you know that you know check the pulse, and everyone that saw it was like, "Holy s, boom! This is crazy good. This should be your opening." And then, of course, I sat and I thought about it, and I said, "You know, I'm trying to unify the channel. You're going to see some big changes coming, where it's going to look really good. But I'm mm-hmm. trying to do one uniform look, except and and also offer different uh, optics per show. Mm-hmm. So not every show looks like the same show. Um, and we st- I wanted to start off with something, uh, with something, something as big as an intro and an outro. And and I I I, I thought about it. And I said, listen, uh, I, I asked Sean specifically. Um, could we keep the same beat? Could we keep the same aesthetics, but somehow change the characters and add the logo in on the back end of every show? And he's like, dude, that is brilliant. Send me the stuff. I send it to him and he works so quick. Like mm-hmm. I, he's, he's sometimes hard to get in touch with. And it's not because Sean is being a jerk. Sean is amazing. He is just loaded with work. So yeah, he was able to bang out four additional intros with all different characters uh i think in a week it's just it's just incredible so yeah that that's how that came to pass so shout out to sean lebri uh and i'm gonna put all his information in uh, all of the videos that i do so if you want to get in contact with me you'll have his email you have where you can dm him on twitter and if you're you know a showrunner and you want to see if you can get work done just reach out to me just it, it does take some time for him to get back to you but uh, he, he will get back to you uh and also sir, sir x men drops a very generous two dollar super chat says 80 million live gold members buy games out of of this of the uh, outright fact i mean people still buy games um i still buy games um you know if it's not in game pass if it's on playstation i buy it if it's on switch i buy it um i just bought two copies of metroid prime remake one physical, one digital, uh, because I love Metroid, and I, I'm, I'm going to leave one sealed because it's going to be worth a lot of money. Um, but listen, Jesse, I want to get into some of the other topics, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, one I want to get into is one that came across my desk uh, late last night, uh, and I sent it to you. Uh, we'll talk some, let's talk some Stalker 2. Now, obviously, Stalker 2, folks, is a big game. Uh, it's one of the first games that we're going to see running in Unreal Engine 5. It is an Xbox uh, Series X and S exclusive. Uh, we've heard that developers say this uh, publicly that, that at this time there are no plans for a PlayStation launch. Uh, no, I They, said they
1: weren't t- doing any console version until Xbox came to them.
0: Yes, that so. is correct. That is correct. Thank you. And thank you for bringing that up because I actually heard that. I didn't know it was actually true, but yes, Xbox did go to them, and originally this was going to be PC only, so thank you for that clarification. Uh, I bring them up for two reasons. One, their story is uh, is incredible. Uh, this is a team that was in Ukraine when Russia invaded, right? Uh, they had to leave with their families, some of their team members stayed behind to defend their country and have passed on during the war, which is very sad. By all rights, folks, this game should not exist. Production should have stopped, and we, shouldn't have, we should have just heard about this years later when things kind of got sorted out. And we don't know how long it's going to be that Russia is going to either retreat or go further into the country. Um, but they just announced, Jesse... Their collector's edition, Mm -hmm. which looks awesome. Uh, I have a tweet in front of me, and this was uh, yesterday. They said, uh, Stalkers, it's time to talk about the most valuable thing in the zone the harbor itself. A figurine, an artifact lamp, a map, a backpack, and other neat stuff come with different physical editions of Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl. Uh, and there was a, a a four four page thread that they put in here. uh They go on to say this, Jesse. It could be taken along for on a foray or you can use it as an adorn on a shelf, navigate through the zone, open up cans, or even light a fire. basically everything a true stalker needs hmm. and what is not forbidden to use outside of the perimeter. Now what's interesting is there was a placeholder uh uh for the end of the year. Uh, J Rock, good friend of the community, uh, p- uh specifically asked and this was a, this was on the UK uh aspect of it. He asks is December is it releasing in December because it had a December um placeholder date and Stalker actually responded to J Rock mm-hmm. uh and said uh it's a, that's a placeholder we will announce the exact release date when the time comes. Now, if you didn't know, folks, uh, and uh, we've announced this many times, uh, my wife and I wanted to do a very, very special giveaway. Now, we do a couple of every year. Last year, uh, during Christmas, we gave away $1,000 in two hours. Uh, very hard to do on a retired salary, but we do. We were able to do that through channel membership, which we put away, along with the Super Chats. Uh, we tuck those away, and then we do these big giveaways. Well, this year... Someone wrote, uh, boom, boom, drives like Stevie Wonder. Yes, yeah, some of the cars it just handled terrible. I'm sorry. And it's
1: the winter, too. You probably it, didn't have snow tires, on. Huh?
0: I I probably did not. I just played the the, the, the car, whatever it is. And yes, I, I trust me, I'm a good driver, folks. <laughs> but uh, my wife and I announced uh, that in order to give back to the team uh, of Stalker 2 and their families, uh, we wanted to uh, do something special, and we are giving away fifteen copies of the game when it's released. We're going to have a special one-hour uh, or ninety-minute release uh, uh, podcast. Where in that sixty or ninety minutes, we're going to give away fifteen copies, and we're buying the fifteen copies, not giving away Game Pass, so you can download it. We're actually going to buy the copies, so that studio will get their seventy percent. Uh, and, you know, obviously we know that that's the the, the the cut. Microsoft gets 30, they get 70, but we wanted to buy 15 copies of that game. And we're going to give those 15 copies away. The first eight of them are going to be given away to uh, anyone that is a channel member. And the, ne- the next seven are going to be anybody in the live chat at that time. We're going to, we don't pick ourselves. We let the picker do it and if you win you get a copy and even if you're outside of the americas we will get you that copy one way or another even if we have to send you the money uh and then we hope that you in fact do buy the game because the whole point of the, the giveaway is to make sure those families receive the 70 percent mm-hmm. of the game sales and again again this is just a small a small channel helping a small developer and it's our way of giving back but jesse uh, this is a big game in 2023. We don't know when 2023 it's, it's coming. Um, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's not even cryptic that they're, they're, they, they really don't know. I believe I would imagine yeah. that it's day to day for the studio. They're no longer in Ukraine. Their families are safe. They're safe. Um what are your thoughts on this? When, when do you expect to get a release date on this? Do you think this this potentially waits to maybe uh, Microsoft has one of their developer directs potentially? Because we you know, know that I, we I have. I
1: think the developer directs will probably just be first party. I don't know that they'll have a lot of third party. I, I'm in the hoping that's produced and everything. I think they yeah. might have um, other shows or other live streams and things dedicated for third parties. We'll see. Um, I do think this probably ends up being there's so much in the first half that I don't know that they'll feel any pressure to get out until the second half. But, so you know, do you think
0: this shows up at E3 on their stage? I think
1: it might. Like, It, it would be, what, two years in a row or yes. two out of three years? But mm-hmm. still, like, if they can give a date and they've got a, a nice meaty chunk of gameplay to show and, and more things, because there's still a lot we haven't seen in the game. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that happening.
0: Yeah, I am I, I cannot wait for this game. Uh, I'm not buying the collector's edition as it's raised in price due to the you know the current market. Like 380 it's 380 now. I think. change. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, listen, I love collector's nice, editions, but yeah, there's two things. One, Mrs. Boom and I are saving for a place, so we mm-hmm. got to be very careful mm-hmm. on how we spend the money. Uh, number two, my coll- You guys can't see it. I have, and this is why I need a uh, like a studio. Like, like we need a much bigger place so I can have my stuff behind me so you're not watching peacocks you know what i'm saying i mean that's mm-hmm. mrs boom's the de- design she loves she loves she's a great designer and it makes the house look really sharp but when you're a podcaster you want to show off your uh know, master chief helmet which is in front of me mm-hmm. and of course the doom slayer helmet, i can only
1: get i got so much stuff up there too
0: Ugh. yeah I, I i have i have the light i have the uh the uh the uh mm-hmm. covenant sword as a light i I have a lot of really cool things that you usually just see in pictures. Uh, I'd love to have mm. it behind me. Eventually, one day I'll have a studio. Uh, but for now, this is fine. This is, this is fine the way it is. Um, I am very much looking forward to this game. Uh, yeah. I did not play the original because that was PC only. Um, be I'm not ready for PC. something
1: very tough, very realistic focus. Yes. Um, you got to be slow. You got to take your time. Yeah, methodical but yeah you get mm-hmm. you get it feels unbelievably rewarding to just do even things that might be mundane in any other like shooter the that game it's it's emergent gameplay based on on all, all its weird physics systems and interactions and stuff if it's anything like the first one it'll be something special because the first one has still has some of like the coolest moments but they mm. all always happen organically and it's super euro janky and I'm wondering if this one's going to be more polished. Is it still going to be a little janky? Because some of that jank, I think, is, is its charm. So I'm, I'm real curious to see how this one turns out, especially with the unbelievable circumstances in which it's been crafted.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a unique game. Uh, I'm hoping for a, a step back or at least a mode that offers more of a, a shooter aspect. Like, I, I don't want yeah, to have it's do... anything
1: like Metro was where they finally went in. They gave was, you an Metro easy move. Metro was mode. perfect. Yeah.
0: Yes. I enjoyed Metro one and two quite uh even the, the third one. I actually thought the third one for me because of the open world aspect was the pinnacle. Uh, look, looking on the map, finding something out, going to that point, finding some different things, lo- finding locations that weren't on the map. I love the third one. I hope that And it all of them being like it's it out.
1: was more like hub worlds and it wasn't like just this enormous map that felt daunting. It was yes. these small sections of areas that were nice and densely filled, and I think that helped it a lot. Also, oh, I yeah. would highly recommend playing it in the original language. I did not like the English sub of that game.
0: I would probably play with subtitles. My wife and I yeah. uh watch a lot of uh foreign things like we're into uh the uh, uh like uh, like some of the Asian dramas, specifically mm-hmm. the Korean dramas, we love those, and we don't, we never, we even if it's available, we don't do the, uh, <laughs> we don't do the American dubs because it's it's just terrible.
1: <laughs> One it's fun thing: Wild Hearts' English dub is phenomenal. It really? Is okay,
0: that's good to know. That's so excellent. It,
1: and that's normally not like Monster Hunters. English dubs are notoriously terrible. They're super. Mm. Everyone's just this super over the top <laughs> American guy. It. And in wild hearts if someone's japanese they speak in english but with a japanese accent if oh, there's an american great. character they just like it's it's so much yeah i love that game
0: well listen we'll talk about that where people could check out that review because you quite enjoyed the game uh yeah. and i can't wait to read the review myself but look i mean listen stalker 2 uh is big uh it's going to be a big big game for xbox it is xbox exclusive um i'm i wouldn't be surprised uh, to see this eventually move over to PlayStation 5. But if Microsoft is um, learning from the ways of Sony's behavior, uh, this game should stay exclusive to Xbox and PC. The I don't same think way they'll ever can... give
1: in to that. I really don't. I think as long as they their deals will always focus on it comes to Game Pass. Sometimes yeah. that means it doesn't go somewhere else right away. But I don't think they're ever going to want to give in, especially because when so much of their argument with um, Sony right now and them trying to subpoena Sony's records is based around those shitty practices. So,
0: yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I mean, I, I agree. I, I think Microsoft has a different way of doing business. It frustrates me as a fan sometimes because I, I, you just see the way Sony does their business. And Sony is number one in the market for a lot of that, that, that kind of uh, that, that business practice. Now, is it right? Some people would say no, but it is also a business, and they want your money and they want you on their platform. And sometimes, when you look at like the exclusivity stuff uh, or timed exclusivity, Microsoft gets three months, Sony gets two years, and people scratch their head like, "I, I don't understand why what, what is happening." But I, 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 I say this before I've said this before, Jesse, and I will say it again. I think you will agree. That the game itself isn't the exclusive, uh, the exclusivity aspect of it. It's yeah. Game Pass is the yeah. is the finite. Exclusivity. They get three months because
1: they don't think it matters to pay for more. Like yeah, Sony's probably. Sony's business model and their fans' expectations are so much based on well, we are your default place to play things. Mm-hmm. We want to. You think of playing a game, you just think of Sony first, and Microsoft's is we are your default place for our games, but also. Game Pass and the best value we can get. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's it's a very different business proposition from Nintendo, which is almost entirely powered by first party and yes, Sony, which is actually mostly powered by third party. But, mm-hmm. you know, people always think of their first party is what really pushes it. And it's no, it, it's big and it matters a bit, but them being the default place for third party games is why they're the market leader. Correct.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, it's, We're going to see what happens. Uh, Obviously, you know, next week we talked about last night, Microsoft is going to be sitting down with the EU Commission to uh, to go over what their uh, their concerns are. And I guess try and lock down uh, solutions uh, or concessions or remedies, as they're called in the UK. And hopefully they were able to do that uh, with some. Uh, monster concessions in the form of, you know, keeping it on PlayStation for a decade and parody and everything else. And they get this steal done and just be done with it. Parody is not just, good
1: enough. They've said repeatedly, we don't want parody. We want what we have now, which is where they get exclusives. i like,
0: yeah. And that's not going to happen because you're not buying anything. You're not investing. So go F yourself, Jim Ryan. Sorry. Had someone had to say it. Uh, and I'll, I'll say it. Uh, I, I the, the, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to steer this off the course and go right racing down the hill, but see that's mentality is balls of steel that's to suggest that well parity isn't good enough and we're not making the 70 billion dollar investment tells me that the arrogance of sony stinks uh their business practices stink their consume their their consumerisms are off the chart terrible you ever try and get a a refund from them they'll lock down your account you know, there's a reason why there are $70 games outside of just inflation. There's a reason why that the one of the only publishers that charge a crossplay tax. There are re- that, I mean I, the, the list goes on and on for these practices that are consi- that in any other market, Jesse, would be considered anti-consumer by leaps and bounds. Uh, but somehow somehow Their fan base cheers this on. I said this last night. I'll say it again just in case you missed last night's show before we move on to the last topic of the show. How is it? Okay. Now, if you're a PlayStation fan, I mean no offense towards you, but hear me out. MLB The Show 23 is coming into Game Pass day and date. In Game Pass day and date you know where it's not going day and date the three dollars or more service that sony currently offers which i just re-upped for 120 bucks because i like having all the services it's not going into playstation plus premium it's going to cost you if you live here in new york where i live 76 43 after tax for the playstation version think about that for a second folks How ridiculous is that on paper? Even more ridiculous to say it out in the open. You say to yourself, wait a second. So what you're telling me, Boom, and how you're painting this picture for me is that on the left-hand side, a first-party developed game is going to Xbox Game Pass day and date, and PlayStation is not offering their fan base this into the service that they charge $3 more than Xbox Game Pass. Please, someone make sense of that to me. Yeah, Jesse, talk about it.
1: Uh, it's pretty much. I see people in chat saying like, "Oh, eventually Sony will just do exactly what Xbox is." And I'm like, well, "No, they can't afford it. They, they don't have the they don't have the number of first party studios to maintain yep. it first party wise, and they are yep. not already paying for like what's what they had Shadow Warrior three in there for three months. Like, they don't do third party day one deals on PlayStation Plus, and I don't see that changing. No. The only place they put work and money into is generally the um, the monthly PlayStation Plus extra games, which is like they have a really good month coming up, but it's a really good month of older stuff. Finally, you get the the big thing is Horizon Forbidden West going in there, which yeah, is smart because they've got an that. expansion coming. Um, so it's like they'll strategically add big things in, but they're not going to start doing this day one Third party stuff, which you need to properly maintain people wanting to spend more on a sub. Right. Like, people are going, if they're only doing it to play online and they're mostly playing Overwatch or Modern Warfare, like, or Warzone, they're mostly on free to play Fortnite and Rocket League. To entice people to go and pay more money, you need a constant amount, like a, a large number of games coming in. New things, too, not just old. Like, it's nice to get a huge backlog. Um, of older things, but to pull in and become big enough for it to make financial sense, like they don't have all the money that Xbox does. They don't have, and I don't know if they ever will, maybe they will at some point, but they don't have a cloud streaming alternative for it. That's only PlayStation 3 and before stuff for the streaming. And that's still only in a few countries. Like they're not able to attack it from as many different angles as Xbox is thanks to right. being a part of microsoft and having azure and and giving a lot of their series x stock over to cloud blades instead of um uh, server blades instead of um selling them directly to customers their big bet is psvr2 which the hardware sounds awesome outside of it being tethered and the software being a little light at launch like it's it's reviewing really well that's more the stuff they end up going for they're mm-hmm. trying to maximize the traditional model they're not Pushing this subservice the same way. It's a very different proposition from them. And even if they did transition eventually into day and date, I think that would just be day and date on PC. I don't think day and date into their subservice is happening anytime soon. It'll be years before that. And it might even be years before they do day and date on PC. It's a very, they're going to want their own store so that they can have cross buy and cross save and everything built in and not have to give a cut up to anyone until that type of stuff happens. They're not following Microsoft's model the same way. The only thing they're doing is everything they can to try and kneecap Microsoft's model at the moment because they know they can't Microsoft. Yeah. If Microsoft can get ABK in there, they lose a ton of market share. Like they don't, they'll still probably be a market leader if you ignore Nintendo, like everyone seems to do for some reason. Um, It's just, it's weird. So many seem so afraid of Xbox being a market leader when it's not like Sony's a good one, they don't... Yeah, they're terrible. Their strategies strategies are not helping their customers nearly as much as they're hurting other customers. Yep. So we're going to do everything we can. We're going to get exclusive DLC that generally is low effort, especially if it was like Destiny. It was always bad. Um, We're going to get these exclusive things for our fans that they can... Or we'll have these games that only our fans can then pay for. It's not like microsoft pays a deal to get something it's in game pass which so many of us have and we benefit from it but it's just not like that with the other two and so much of the discussion around it definitely turns into people being used to the old way not really wanting that to change being used to well i've got a playstation so i can play pretty much everything oh damn i don't want to get an xbox because then i don't know the ecosystem It's just it ends up feeling like so much of the discussion comes from a place of annoyance instead of what reality actually is.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I I, I agree. Uh, And I know there's a lot of people going back and forth in the chat. I understand that MLB made the deal. Uh, I understand that they MLB owns the license, but the game is still made by a first party of Sony. Sony owns the first party that makes this game. They could and should make that deal the same deal that Microsoft made to get it into Xbox Game Pass, Sony could have done to get it into their top tier service. If you don't want to put it in the the, the two bottom tiers, I hear you. But at least offer it to your $18 a month customers. And they don't. And that, folks, is the inherent problem. Anti-consumer Sony, that's who they are. And apparently the media, the, the, the consumers the the, you know, the gaming community. Again, it's one of those things, Jesse. PlayStation, no matter what they do that's egregious, good, no matter how good Xbox does, they're bad. It, it's, it's baffling. It is a baffling thought and theory, but I do want to get to the last topic of the show. Folks, mm-hmm. we're talking about Starfield. Uh, we have some new information about the showcase, but unfortunately, it's not what you think. Uh, yesterday, uh, it was brought to our attention by the community manager of Bethesda in the UK regarding the uh, basically gorilla or elephant in the room, which is, of course, Starfield in 2023. When the game is coming out, is it June 29th? Like everyone are the marchers, right? Or And I'm part of the marchers. And at this point, I've given up hope. It's, no, it's too close it's to March. March, not coming March. So it's going to be June, hopefully. But I think what we're all holding our breaths for folks is when the showcase is going to happen Uh, i thought it was going to be early february with the potential of a march release now some people are saying that it's the end of march early april leading right into uh the june release Uh, i'm I'm assuming we're going to get a big a big big presentation at e3 uh in the middle of june uh and then obviously it's going to come out june 29th But this is what I have in front of me, uh, exactly what was said. Uh, And the story that I pulled says, As fans eagerly await uh, the dedicated Starfield showcase, Bethesda announced that it's still, quote-unquote, sorting stuff out and needed more time before unveiling the game. Um, And uh, obviously this comes the way – let me see if I could pull it up. Jesse, I think I sent it to you as well. Let me just see if I could. I got it right here in front of me. Um, they go on to say this is directly from the community manager. Uh, we uh, they say this, folks, we'll have more to share on the showcase when it's ready to be. Still, store sorting some stuff out. I know that's not the answer you want, but nothing specific is being withheld. I mean, it's it's disappointing, Jesse, to be honest with you. I think everybody, uh, and and I think at this point in the game, people just want, uh, a date to hang on, like to, a date to, uh, you know, to anticipate. Uh, when when are we going to get a chance to see this game in full action? When Because this is not going to be uh, like some of the stuff they've released previously where it's going to be like music playing in the background. You can see a robot walking all by itself. It's going to be gameplay. That's the whole point of this. It's to show gameplay, something we've all been wanting to see, full-on action-packed gameplay, showing us flying off the planet, flying into the planet you know, uh, leveling up your ship, changing your ship, customizing your ship. This is everything that we're going to see. When, when do you kind of think they're going to let the cat out of the bag, at least?
1: It's tough. Um, I know they've got Redfall coming, so it would be before May. I doubt it would be after May. Uh, I don't, that would be too close to E3. Yep. Um, I would also say community managers generally don't know anything. They just get told this is the line to say if people ask and that's about mm-hmm. it. So for the most part, I don't think anything's really changed. It could be whenever they feel like I think they, in this day and a week we've come to realize Nintendo can announce a direct a day before. Sony can announce a state of play showcase a week before mm-hmm. and it's fine. Yeah. Um. Some people were complaining. It was too long that they had to wait two weeks for the developer direct. Like I, I think in the end, It could be at any point we'll find out one to two weeks beforehand, and it'll be fine. Um, If the game is coming in June, like people seem to think, and they're going to do another gameplay thing, it would probably be well before E3, because then you'd imagine they'd have something else at E3. Um, Like, we did get a decent amount of gameplay and stuff, but even then, with how big this game is, what they showed last June is still probably just like a A snitching of what's in that game. So like the actual docking onto other ships to raid them or to help them, there there are so many different aspects to this game, which is why it's taken so long. Um, but yeah, with with new game announcements or anything like this, um, community managers will be given a script, pretty much like, hey, if anyone's asking, there's no updates. Obviously, it's going to come directly, uh, and also like other regions generally won't know. Um, it's going to be the U.S. for a U.S. dev. And for pretty much anything Xbox or Bethesda, it's it's generally U.S. centric. Um, so unless you're getting something directly from Maryland, uh, we're in the same boat. We were. We don't know. It could be any time. It could be, maybe they wait till E3 and then it's like this big thing there. Because if it's coming out in June, I doubt it. But um, the the only answer is no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, it's it, it's definitely a big question mark. Uh, we don't know. I, I see a lot of people asking specifically about the the Stalker Two thing. Folks, listen. As you know, we're all about choice, right? We're all about a- a- inclusion, especially that's super important for us in the channel. Uh, Stalker Two is going to be available both on Steam and on Xbox. If you are one of the winners, your choice. It's no hair off our backs. If you want, and I do
1: believe if you buy the Xbox version digitally, you'll get it on the Windows
0: Store. There you go so there's that uh, so again if you specifically want it on one platform or the other we're not gonna fight with you we're gonna give we're gonna give Windows it Store
1: want. is okay I actually yeah. it used to be really terrible in games it's gotten better install it's or, yeah they they have slowly clawed back that awful Windows 8 infrastructure everything was built on and it's okay
0: yeah no, absolutely not that, that's more definitely. issues with
1: steam I actually run into a ton of issues with steam on review codes mm. my god I hate yeah. that story.
0: well like I said, folks, I hope that answers your question. Uh, of the 15 copies, if you are one of the 15 winners, we will buy the copy wherever you want the copy. You want it on Steam, we'll get it for you. You want an Xbox, we'll get it for you. It's 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 not a problem. Uh, choice is king. I know that. I mean, there are only two places to get it. That's where we're going to offer it. Um, and if you're outside of the United States, because we can't ship codes, it's dumb. Uh, I, I I don't like this region thing. It's just it's dumb.
1: because the costs are always different. Yeah, it's, so, it's yeah, like it's definitely you cost. buy a code in Argentina for like. 25 bucks us then everyone would just do that that's why they end up uh restricting it. no no
0: it's fine uh we will get you the money one way or another obviously we use paypal only folks when you use cash app so if you if you win and you're outside of the country we will we will of course uh you know give you your your, your winnings because that's you know one of the few channels that actually do that we'll pay the transfer fee it's fine uh it's just a couple extra bucks but we only use paypal because it's safe for us, but ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us today. A solid, solid, uh, 70 minute show. Hopefully, you enjoyed mm-hmm. the topics of conversation. Hopefully, you enjoyed my ridiculous driving <laughs> because it's pretty bad. I drive bad. I actually, you want to hear something? I'll let this live on the mm-hmm. air. I, I love Forza Horizon and Five is just god tier great but to this day i think my favorite driving mechanics come the way of dirt 5 like i hmm. absolutely love that game and cuz i you see it being played all the time i have hours and hours i want to say i have at least 15 maybe even more hours worth of gameplay recorded because i really really enjoy dirt 5 uh, but listen, Jesse, sell your brand, brother. Talk mm. about Xbox Era. Tell everyone what you do there. And more importantly, what you dropped today and what you got going on. And where can people reach out to you on social media?
1: Yeah, so we're XboxEra.com. All our links are there. We're YouTube.com forward slash Xbox Era. Today, I had a Wild Hearts review. Go out if you want to go check it out on the YouTube page. I put a lot of uh, effort into the video review. I think it about okay. We have like a Dragon Eichen review coming from our writer Ooh, Harmonica nice. and video from Sick Mechanico, so it'll be very nice. That hits real soon. Um, my God, we've we have had a lot go up. We had a really good Hogwarts video go up from um, Sick making the video for Fairy Empire, our writer. Um, yeah, I am JJS Norris on Twitter. I don't tweet that much. I mostly just make jokes at Jeff Grubb or make fun <laughs> of Nick. That's most of my tweeting, but yeah, xboxera.com. I stream over on the Xbox era on Twitch and yeah. Oh, and we are doing a, we're doing a giveaway on Twitter right now for wild hearts, the kind of edition. Nice. that's a global Xbox code. So anyone can
0: excellent, excellent brother. Well, listen, thank you so much for being here, brother. Definitely appreciate you taking the time from your very busy schedule to hang out. Hopefully you folks uh, enjoy today's podcast enough to hit the like button. If you're new, finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing and uh, helping us march we're marching uh to 12k we're 200 and something subs away from 12k love Getting would love there. to hit it this month uh please subscribe to the channel uh and not for just giveaways folks do it because you enjoy the content we do this five days a week monday through friday five different shows five different panels all fantastic content that is well researched and, uh, and and like I said, you see, I, I read verbatim. I give credit where credit is due to the article writer and the site when I do read their articles because they were all about that as well. And of course, I'm going to close out. Oh, real quick. Thank you. A big thank you to all the super chats that came in. A lot of big ones today. Uh, those do help us more than you can possibly understand. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Mm -hmm. son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of x Vlog Live.